welcome to episode 12 of the Art of Life podcast. Episode 12, we're 12 weeks in, we're three months into the podcast. You, some of you guys have been rocking with me since the beginning. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Um, this week's episode is going to be about suffering um, and how important suffering is. It's one of my favorite things about being alive. And before we get into that, let's talk about like how do we define suffering? Because suffering is like, it's great pain through whatever we're experiencing. No matter what that may be, suffering is about some deep pain that we feel. And that could be physical, it could be mental, it could be spiritual. It's a state of deep distress. But suffering, as much as it sucks, isn't a burden. It's a catalyst, right? It's something that allows us and forces us to grow. So there's... I love like diving into paradox. So there's something called the the region beta paradox. And it's the example that being in a worse situation is better for you than being in an okay situation, right? So the perfect example of that is like, I'm in a relationship, like allegedly, this is not about me or anything, but someone that's in a relationship that like, they're not really happy, but they're not unhappy, you know, things are working. They're not miserable. They're not being abused. Like, they're definitely not fulfilled or happy, but it's not bad enough for them to leave. It is almost better for that relationship to have a little bit more like volatility to force them to transform, right? Or like the person that's in a job that sucks, but like they like their boss, you know, they like their colleagues. They're not getting paid quite enough, but like it's not bad enough for them to leave. And so it's almost better for us to suffer more and uh, I'm officially back, back in Vancouver, back in home base. I landed late last night, and I've something as I like talk to a lot of people is they talk about how many lifetimes I've lived, because you know when you're engaging and meeting new people, you share about your lifetimes, and they say, "Man, you've lived so many lives," and the reality is I've lived so many lives because I've suffered a lot, and you don't change until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of changing. Because change will always be painful. And uh, I do a lot of nutrition coaching and personal training and weight loss coaching. And like, that's a big thing. Like, people come to a personal trainer or a nutritionist when something happens. They get rejected by the person they like. They're pre diabetic. Or they see a picture of themselves on vacation where they're like, man, I look awful. Something has to be done. I've been doing this on my own. And I can't do it. I now need help. And that's a byproduct of that pain. That's a byproduct of that suffering. And suffering is a part of the human condition. Every single human that exists feels suffering. Um, Friedrich Nietzsche said it. To live is to, su to suffer, but to survive is to find meaning in the suffering. And that's what faith is. That's what religion is. And the reason I'm, I'm talking about suffering in this podcast is like, uh, I've been gone for five weeks in Mexico, but the theme of that trip as I'm like reflecting on the plane, thinking about it, has been suffering. And it's been probably the best trip of my life. It's been a life-changing trip, um, but it's been revolved around a, a lot of suffering. Um, and despite that, it's really good because suffering is... Is, is a good thing. Suffering is something that's a catalyst for our change. Suffering, so like on this trip, I developed really bad tendonitis because I was holding a lot of pads and I was getting camorred a lot. That's on me. <laughs> um, 
So the tendonitis was the first thing. And then we were filming some content at a retreat I was doing, and I thought it would be smart to barefoot spinning back kick a block of ice and definitely bruised. If not, I injured my foot. My foot hurts a lot. Um, something else we did while I was there is something called Temascal, which means like steam house in Spanish. Um, and I've done sweat lodges before uh, based on the indigenous in Canada off the Lakota. And those were always interesting experiences. But so we do what we call four doors. So what they do is there's a fire that's roaring all day and they have stone. There's different stones in Mexico than there is in Canada. And so when we did in Canada, they do seven stones. In Mexico, they have lava rock and they put 10 stones in the middle of this like clay hut. And we're all sitting there and we're like chanting and singing and um, they throw water. And sometimes the water has different medicine and it can be like menthol or sage or whatever i don't know what it is exactly there's a whole ceremony around in prayer um but it's like to me in my head when i was doing this i was like man i've cut weight i've cut weight with my athletes i've sat in songs but it's like being uncomfortable on the ground and it's the darkness and it's the energy of that that is brutal and so they keep pouring water and we're chanting and we're sweating and suffering and then you go through this four times which was during that time there were things that were coming to me you know, through the suffering, there you have to escape pain, right? Our body doesn't. Our body's really bad at remembering pain in general. Like, I vividly remember uh, one of my best friends in the world. He's he's more than a friend. He's a brother. He tattooed my knee right when he finished his apprenticeship. Uh, so I wanted to be his first client. So I was, but it hurt. Man, I I like ended up pain, like passing out on the street after. Uh, I had to wear a mask because it was during COVID. It was nonsense. But I went and sat in the street and passed out. And they like I woke up in the shop. Because it was so painful, and I told myself, like, man, I'm never tattooing my knee again. That wasn't worth it. And, like, a couple years later, I'm getting my knee tattooed. And then I remembered, like, oh my God. I said that to myself, but I forgot. Speaking of tattoos, and again, on this trip, I did a marathon tattoo. I did three, you know, five, six-hour days to try and finish my back. Uh, and I went till I started, like, going into shock a little bit. Like, I, my skin went cold. I was sweating. I was shivering. I was moving. The artist is like, listen, man, like, there's we can't we can't finish this this time we got to come back and finish it but i'm so not at the time <laughs> but right now i'm very i'm very thankful for that suffering because um it allows me to test my resilience it allows me to test my faith because i know that this pain is going away or this pain is worth it like that tattoo was worth it or or we did ice baths we did 11 minutes every saturday there was tons of times where i did ice baths hot cold therapy for recovery and like you feel great after, but during, like sitting in a sauna is like after a while is not fun. Maybe for like first couple minutes, it's not fun. Sitting in an ice bath is never fun. Like I don't think I know anyone or have met anyone that's like I look forward to my ice bath. Like they say that, but like I see their face when they get in that shit. It's awful. But I think the reason I really wanted to talk about suffering this week is to reframe our th our thinking about it. Because what does suffering do for us? It builds our resilience. It builds our inner strength. Like 11 minutes in an ice bath. I have an ice bath playlist. I'm a little bit weird. That's a, It's 11 minutes. It's my goon tunes. But I sit there and I like learn to dissociate from the pain and remind myself that this is good for me. This is going to allow me to train more and do more of the things I want. And then this discomfort, well, guess what? I know what it's like to be uncomfortable. And so when I feel this again, I'm going to be okay. And... And like I did this, and I'm sure if you did this at home yourself, like what are your favorite things about yourself? So like personally, 
I've, I've come to a place in my life where I really do love myself and I can say that with confidence. But my favorite thing about myself is one, my radical aliveness, like my ability to do things that make me feel uncomfortable to experience everything this world has to offer. My kindness, empathy, and my heart and compassion is like one of my favorite things about myself. I truly love how I show up in this world to people. I truly love that I can, you know, be a badass and teach martial arts and also show up with like softness and help people and care so deeply. And both of those things, well, like there's many things, but I, I kind of broke it down to two categories, are a byproduct of a lot of the, the suffering that I experienced in my life because it's not like I've had a easy life. You know, if like anyone who knows me will know that I didn't have an easy life. And and the suffering leads to this beautiful adaptation, right? Like, um, I grew up doing martial arts, but when I see someone come into a gym and they, they panic because they see someone get punched in the face, that's crazy to me. But we adapt to that. Or like spicy food. Okay, I always say no baby likes spicy food. Spice is pain, like spiciness, but we learn to like it. It's, it's an adaptability. It is Darwinism. It is what humans or animals do to survive. And so there's a lot of like spiritual and philosophical growth that is a byproduct of suffering. And this appears constantly through many different cultures and religions, um, existentialism. Like we talk about all these this suffering and this value in this suffering and i think if you audit your life right now and think about the hardest moments in your life the things that made you suffer the most and maybe it wasn't worth it because there's some people that have witnessed some very terrible things there's people that have lost people that they love dearly but there's always something you get from it there's always something you get from suffering and if you're going through a hard time right now i'm really sorry my heart goes out to you but remember this suffering is teaching you. This suffering is building your heart, it is building your empathy and compassion, it is building your resilience. And that pain is your friend. We've talked about this in the podcast before, right? Pain is the best teacher. Unfortunately, nobody wanted to attend his class. It's it's our friend. It, it's forcing us to seek solutions. It's the thing that tells us, like the analogy I talked about earlier, it's a thing that tells us something's wrong and we need to change something. That's what suffering is, right? And then when we know better, like in an ice bath, we're like, my body's like, get out. But my brain and my mindset knows that this is good for me. I can get out when I need to. And there's people around me watching. Well, that's, that's a really good thing for me. And, you know, it's, it's something I thought about. I thought about on the plane ride. I've been thinking about it for a couple days now. Because um, I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with Buddhism. Not that I'm Buddhist. But the story of Buddha is about that, right? Like, I, man, anyone who's like knows this better than me, I apologize because it's a. Uh, the Buddha's name was Siddhartha, and he was said to be a prince, and he lived a beautiful life, and he had whatever he wanted. He feasts and music, and he could pursue whatever scholarly things he wanted. And despite having this beautiful life. There was this part of him, like we talked about in the archetype episode, that wanted to know what was beyond the palace walls. And so one day he goes on this journey and he disguises himself because he doesn't want to get recognized as the prince. And he starts seeing the world for what it really is. Because he experiences like the laughter of children, but he sees the hard labor of the farmers and he sees the weathered faces of those that don't have the same life he has. And there's like, this story's very long. I'm not going to get fully into it. But from from my understanding, there were three things that he saw. One was, I believe, an old man 
one was a sick man and I think he saw a corpse um, and when he realized like the life I'm living isn't real and so he goes and renounces his life and goes and meditates it's like this story of Buddha or like the unilome so the very first clothing I ever made had unilomes on them because it's like the path to enlightenment through enlightenment is how sorry the path to enlightenment is suffering that is like the first path so the lotus is oftentimes talked about because lotus grow in muddy water and a lotus can grow in a foot of muddy water. A lotus can grow in 12 feet of muddy water. You just have to fucking go through the muddy water before you can, you know, get to the top of the water and open and experience that beauty. And that's, that's really a beautiful part of being alive as much as it sucks, you know. And I'm saying this now, but if you're talking to me while I'm getting tattooed, marathon tattoo session, I didn't feel this way. I had to sit back and reflect. If you ask me this while I'm in the ice bath, if you ask me this while I'm in my Temascal, I'm not thinking that way. But now in retrospect, thinking about that, it's something that like really, really stuck with me. And I'm very, very happy to embrace pain and suffering because... I'm proud of the man I am today. I'm I'm very excited to be able to have the impact on the world that I continue to have and want to do even more so. And we're going to end with a quote. It's going to be a nerdy one. Uh, everyone that's going to get it is going to laugh, but it's um, an Uncle Iroh quote. So one of my favorite shows is Avatar The Last Airbender. And Uncle Iroh says this to Aang in one of the episodes, and it's, Sometimes life is like a dark tunnel. You can't always see the light at the end of the tunnel. But if you just keep moving, you will often come to a better place. When you're in your darkest place, you give yourself hope. And that is strength. And that's Uncle Iroh. So shout out to that. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are officially three months in. And... uh not to jinx it, but I think next week we're going to have videos. I think next week we're on YouTube. Right now we're available anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you guys got this far, it means you're rocking with me. Please rate me five stars. It helps me so, so much. There's quite a few other podcasts. I didn't realize I have a similar name, so it's hard for people to find me unless they go through my direct links. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't be a stranger. DM me. Ask me questions. And uh, I'll catch you guys next week. Cheers.